This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Terry on it. Literally ran through all of them. You know, we used to be monsters of midway on defense. Barry Sanders didn't care. He'd run. He was he was a bear killer, but he was an NFL killer. And he yes. went out on top. I, I'd have him number one. Yes. Jim Brown, though, a fine decision, I suppose. For some reason, Jerry Rice did not uh, receive all 50 votes as the best receiver of all time. He only got 45 of the 50. Uh, it means he's, he holds the touchdown You're record. right. He should have every vote, especially when you consider 97 receiving touchdowns. you kidding me? Mm-hmm. He is one of uh, – Two receivers to win the receiving triple crown, led NFL in catches, yards, and touchdowns, offensive player of the year, and Super Bowl MVP. Only one other receiver has done that. Any guesses? No. Cooper Cup. How about that? This really? past season. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, Cooper Cup did that. Yeah. Randy Moss got four votes. But Randy Moss never got the triple crown like Cooper Cup did, though. No, he didn't. So I think you have to put Cooper Cup ahead of even Randy Moss. That would be foolish. No NFL player has ever had more receiving touchdowns in their first four seasons than Randy Moss. Yeah. That said, you give every vote you got to Jerry Rice. Now, I thought this was interesting. The best tight end, according to ESPN, of all time is Gronk. I would not have said him. I would have said the runner-up which was Tony Gonzalez. Well, it's Gronk's blocking and catching. Well, I understand that. And I'm, I haven't read what they've said about Gronk, but I bet you that's a big part of it in terms of setting it for the run game, helping yeah, set the edge. Yeah, but it's not like Tony Gonzalez was like a bad, you know. He didn't come close to Gronk, though. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But Tony was a, a pass-catching, mostly tight end. Tony Gonzalez ranks third all-time in catches, sixth in receiving yards, and eighth in receiving touchdowns among all players, not mm-hmm. just tight ends, among all players. I mean, I just, I, I mean, and I give Tony Gonzalez, Tony, Tony Gonzalez made Rob Gronkowski possible. I, yeah, yes, he did. Yes, he did. See, man. to me, Tony is more of that, of that, he made Jimmy Graham possible. Like the, the tight ends who were more wide receivers in the way that they could go, you could spread him out, put him all over the field, even spread him off uh, from, from your lineman, put him separate out by himself, and more like a wide receiver, whereas Gronk's more of a throwback guy who, yeah, you could do that with, but could also get in there and block for you, too, on four straight downs. Yeah. That, to, to me, Gronk more the prototypical tight end. I'm with you if you want to go with the guy who kind of changed the position. Yeah. I mean, he, he really did. Yeah. Tony Gonzalez did. He did. Made it more, you know, he made it more of a wide receiver, more of a glamour position. And then who cares about the offensive line, right? It, it, you, it, it Munoz is the right answer yeah. for one of those spots. <clears throat> yeah, what, who, uh, our man, uh, who's my man? Matthews didn't make one of these? Uh, the longtime uh, lineman for the Titans? Bruce? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. he made he made receiving votes. Okay. He made receiving votes for the uh, for the office of guard, but did not. Uh, Larry, you're not going to beat Larry Allen. You're uh, you're just twenty one of the fifty votes. You're not going to beat Larry Allen. But I see my man Matthews on there. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I, th- I thought it was I thought it was interesting that a that Tony Gonzalez was not the answer here, and also that uh, Jerry Rice was not unanimous. I think those are you're just trying to be different there. Don Hudson got a vote. Come on, bro. One vote for receiver, huh? Yeah, bro. Don Hudson. Bro. I mean, that's ridiculous. Like the the dude played in in the 1930s. Okay. They, 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 who did that? I think they need to be fired. Jerry Rice wasn't the biggest. He wasn't the fastest. But, man, was he the GOAT. I guess you could say the same thing about Tom Brady. Uh, was neither of those things either. Still got it do done. You, Jerry was just, it was the routes themselves. Do you, do you think Don, Don Hudson should have gotten a vote? I, I, I don't understand why he did, to be honest with you. Well, the we, one the one person that holds him in such high regard is better than Jerry Rice and Randy Moss. Like that's they the problem. They probably need to take that vote away from that person. Well, that's the problem, right? Don Hudson was uh, very productive when he played. He was a three-time champ, a two-time MVP, an eight-time All-Pro. But we're talking about the 1930s when the majority of Americans didn't even know how to play football, right? So, which of the 50 voters? He had to be an old guy. Had to be an old guy. Right. No doubt. I don't know. I'm not sure. Is uh, Rex Ryan, uh, you know, Mike Tannenbaum, one of them, they get a vote? probably like a Peter King special or something, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know if it's all ESPN. They, they, they could, oh, oh it's, one, it's all ESPN guys. I, I assume it's all ESPN. Okay. It, it, it may not be all ESPN, but, yeah, they, it sort of seems like that. I don't know. I just I feel like when you're going back, that's like, that's a, that is the problem when is you're comparing. Bill, Bill Polian, is he still with ESPN? Yeah, it Sorry, might be what? him. You're exactly right. Don Hudson. Yeah, Don Hudson was a beast, bro. Don, Don. Over Jerry Rice and Randy Moss. Yeah. Right. That's Don, what I'm saying. Well, Wikipedia, you got to be in denial, bro. Wikipedia says he was considered to have been the first modern wide receiver. Just, I mean, that, that he has going for him. I got a legend agreeing with me that Barry Sanders is the best. Who's the legend? Do you want to name them? He played the position. He played the wide receiver position? No, he played the running back position. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you later. Okay. Well, what, what, what are, what are, what are the, what's the legend's opinions on the great Don Hudson? No, I, I think it, they're with us. Yeah, I mean that, that Jerry should have been unanimous. Yeah, there's there's just uh it's, it's, there's no doubt about that. That's awesome that you have Eric Dickerson texting you and listening to the show like that. Like a legend, mm-hmm. Eric Dickerson, 2K. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, Eric, uh, excuse me, uh, Don Hudson, a Pine Bluff, born and raised. Sad, no, not many Raiders on that list, huh? No, no, no. But <laughs> J- Jerry Rice <laughs> on that list. Come on, bro. What you mean, come on, bro? Don't do that. Jerry Rice won a Raider. What will he go down as? A Raider. <laughs> Thank you, Penny. A Raider. For once you're ra- once Raider, always a Raider, Stop, bro. John. He's in the Hall of Fame do thing. That. Don't do that. He's He's gonna, yeah, pick one. Huh? Don't do that. The, it's the Niners. That's what we know Jerry Rice as. Had some good years with you guys. Um, the so Raiders, that's like saying, what do you know Randy Moss as? The Raiders would have the best. A Patriot. The Raiders would have no. the best punter of all time. If they did that one, we'd have Ray Guy, right? Was he was he with y'all for the majority of his career? Yeah. I don't know Ray's. Uh, yeah, I don't have on, his man. biography in front come of on, me. Man. Uh, he was a, you'd have the. Oh, yeah. I saw we had Mike Dick again both for tight end. We got that locked up, cuz. Mm-hmm. And Lord knows if there was defense on here, my Bears would be all over it. So, so, so Calkins I, I think is we would listening. be a little bit more, better represented than So, Calkins is listening, and he's, he's, been, he's been on my ass the last few days about some of the things I've said on the radio show. All right, Bubba. He, <laughs> he said, so Lincoln can't what, get – Was that Coach Leach? That was him. Hold on, let's hear that again. Him all and right, John. Bubba. All oh, right, yeah. Bubba. Y'all tight. So, Lincoln can't get votes for best president. I think I think this is in in regards to the Don Hudson. Oh, because talk. of his era talk. Right. Right. But it, but it, the presidency in. Well, you'd ask Jeff. So is Bill Russell the greatest basketball player ever? Right. Because he's got eleven titles. Right. 
does the era not matter at all and who he's playing against? The fact that it was an eight-team league, the era does matter. It does matter. It, ha- it has to matter. But I would, because I would, quality of competition has to matter. I would also argue, though, that you know when you are the president of the United States, the job title fundamentally has been the same since George Washington. You're in charge of the country. You govern the country. You're the most powerful person in the country, in the world, right? When you're Don Hudson, you know, and nobody else knows how to play football, it's not that impressive, right? right. I, I mean, we're, we, you can't compare Abraham Lincoln to Don Hudson. I mean, it, Abraham Lincoln was over perhaps one of the most influential times mm-hmm. in modern American history today. Right. Right. Don Hudson wore a, you know, a, a cloth helmet. Right. Leather. Leather helmet. Yeah. I mean, what are we talking about here? Did they even like? Come on, like they, you had you you probably had some bozo on the other side of the field, you know, who didn't even know how to play, who was trying to cover the great Don. Like it's just not even close to the same thing, you know. When you're when you're running when you're running, he the, did have a leather helmet, by the way. Yeah, I mean, you can't. This picture, you Abraham Lincoln was still the leader of the free world, right? You're it, whether it was the 1800s or the 2020s. When you're the American president, you're the leader of the free world. That has not changed. Do you think Don Hudson could do what Jamar Chase does today, bro? Don Hudson had 1,000-yard season. He went over 1,200 in 1942. Now, look, that man was running all over the field. And let me tell you this. Do you know where Don Hudson was born? Pine Bluff. Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Yeah, he's a, he's, he's, he's the stud from Pine Bluff. But here's – like, like Don Hudson cannot – you know, he can't make one-finger grabs. Like Odell Beckham Jr., I wouldn't put Don. I wouldn't put Don Hudson ahead of OBJ. I wouldn't put Don Hudson ahead of Stephon Diggs. You know, forty-two was a hell of a season for him, though. Twelve, eleven. He caught seventeen touchdowns. By far the most he caught. He only caught a, a double-digit touchdowns three times out of the right. Look, look, like ten, eleven, twelve years he played. But boy, forty-two was a hell of a season for Don. Who was throwing him the ball on That's that That's a green? good question. Is that Bart? Who who is forty two? Was the quarterback? Yeah, he's throwing little out passes. Yeah, like what? Like what? Those Ten, five yard look chucks. Like? Five what? yard chucks. That's exactly right. I would yeah. like. We ain't doing wind sprints here, bro. I'm finna look up Don Hudson. No, it, lo- it looked like that year Cecil Isbell was the one throwing him the ball, and forty two was airing it out to Don. Yeah, he benefited from good quarterback play. You <laughs> know, all, I've, yeah. I've not heard of Cecil Isbell. No. Have you? But they, apparently that year they were airing it out, doing things we'd never seen before. Seven uh, first air there. raid. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm looking at Don Hudson. I, I, I can't. <laughs> Don Hudson was him, bro. <laughs> Don Hudson was him. Like he was. No, so they were just like you. Somebody said we gotta we gotta get a white receiver look, up on here. Let's look, give it, let's vote for Don. Hunter Hudson. Renfro. Yeah, exactly. Look, they, they got the other team. I swear they got. I, I'm not even trying to make this up. In this highlight, it looks like they just recruited some members from the KKK and said, "Come play some oh, football." No. I'm, I'm not even kidding. Look at look at the outfits here, oh, man. Oh no! I, I got to try to find the outfit, but like, you look they, like they got hoods look, on. That's look, bad. Look, look at those people. Look, that was, look at those people. That's what Don Hudson was doing. He he, he wasn't even trying to make the. They tackle. look like they're wearing sheets, bro. Yeah, he wasn't even he wasn't even trying to make the. Ta- he was running outside the field. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what Don Hudson was dealing with. We need to find out who voted for Don Hudson and take back the vote. Yes. Uh, we. I'm sorry. Your your privileges are revoked. <laughs> Put him above Jerry Rice and Randy Moss. Lost your mind. Yeah, like these 
like you could tell most most of the guys on the defense don't they don't even understand the rules. They're like tackling each other. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm telling you, because passing was still new then, bro. It's like, like Larry and Curly yeah, over there. Hundred percent throwing catch thing we're doing here. <laughs> now Don Hudson did benefit and took advantage at least in '42 uh, of the lack of understanding of the rules. But as the it, you can tell, as the as more and more people became aware of how to play. You know, his numbers definitely did go down. All right, we're going to be joined by Trista Craig. We'll, we'll talk to her about all the baseball moves today. Get her thoughts on preseason going on in the NFL. Get her thoughts on SNL, all that and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM, ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Home Scout Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has your next car on the lot. They got the Wagoneers. They got the Cherokees, the beautiful Ram 1500 trucks. They got it on the lot. I'm telling you, a lot of these dealerships, they don't. They can't say they do. And then pick clean, not getting cars in. Our friends at Homer's Gun Class Dodge Ram, not a problem. They got cars on the lot, whatever you're looking for. They got deals to be made. Go see our man Shaq. Yep, you can get brand new. You can get lightly used, as was the case for me. It's what I did. Uh, got a lightly used Grand Cherokee. Low mileage was about 15,000 miles. was great for me. Got the nice seven-year warranty from my man Shaq, the general manager out there. They'll take care of you as well, no matter what your uh, what you're in it for. Again, maybe you're in it for a certain type of car, the Challenger, the Charger. John mentioned the Ram 1500. They are beautiful. I'll tell you what's beautiful, that Wagoneer, Series 2 and 3. They're fantastic. It's luxury on wheels. Go buy you one. Our man Shaq will sell it to you. And for the best price in town at a Homer Skeleton Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, go see for yourself how they're just a bunch of normal guys in the car business changing lives four tires at a time. Big Game Boomer, by the way, up on Twitter, has ranked the uh, top 50 stadium entrances in college football. And I'm, 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 well, They I'm, rank everything. Yeah, they do. Well, I mean, the people love college. Then they do. They rank the best restrooms last year or something like yeah. that, too. And, and okay, well, okay, what's this? Well, one? the Liberty Bowl was good, right? Because they like you could even do it on the floor at the Liberty Bowl. It's like any every no, anywhere I don't you want to we go. High was, on that list. I was at the forum. Was at the forum. Was the which one was the one where the dude like did it on the floor? That was out of madness, I believe. Right? <laughs> what? Or the Tennessee? No, it was the Tennessee game, wasn't it? Wasn't it the Tennessee game or something crazy like that? We tried to put it on the Tennessee fan. I can't remember exactly. Oh, I think you're right. I think we did. We tried to say it was a crazy Tennessee. Is it the forum, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was the forum. Took a dump behind the ice cream uh, machine or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so yes. Number one is Virginia Tech. It is uh, 
Which that that is a lit ass. Like when you get everybody in the crowd, like yep. bowing it's back crazy. and forth. Like that one is great. Um, any others jump out to you? I know Tennessee has like the naval fleet, right? The naval fleet comes down the river there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that kind of counts as part. I'm assuming it does. What about the Memphis Tigers when they come out of that inflatable tiger, man? I mean, that was electric. And the fireworks. Yeah, that was pretty good, man. Don't play, John. It didn't make the top 50. That's Aww. us. Now you're making fun of us. No, I'm just saying. You that. graduate from there, I graduate from there. Yeah, but maybe we can. I'm saying there's always room to improve, though, right? Of course. I mean, we could do something else. You Wait know? till we get the 150 to 200. Uh, South Carolina is three. Colorado is number two. I don't know what Colorado does. They come no, out they, with, the with that buffalo. That's why they, they come out with oh, the buffalo. Yeah, they have a that live thing animal. Run, thing will run you over. Yeah, right. that's pretty. They hot. still doing that, man? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know that thing's probably tra- half tranquilized. That's what I'm saying. What do they do to slow it down? They, exactly they have tranquilized they that thing. I, I'm, I'm making See, that's that That's not up, cool. That's no, not cool. I don't know. I I shouldn't say that with any authority, but it feels like it. Yeah. What about uh, South Carolina? Apparently, has a really nice one. Um, what do they do. Clemson's got a nice one too. Doesn't Clemson they not? does. Yeah, yep. they're up there. Oh, yep. Clemson. I'm not. I'm not familiar. Yeah, as, as familiar with South Carolina. You run down right. the, the hill. Yeah, I think yeah. they're lit over there, mm-hmm. as they would say. Uh, I'm not real familiar with South Carolinas. Yeah, South Carolina does. Uh, 2001. They leave the locker room following the final pregame and assemble in the tunnel. Then, as the crowd of more than 82,000 begins its roar of anticipation, the first notes of the theme song from 2001, "A Space Odyssey," blare oh. over the stadium system. Yeah. I mean, we get up, we 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 go crazy over 2001. I mean, I guess we do. They do, I Na- guess. Nature boy, they, what that program's weird, man. They'll support a loser there. Weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, running through the T there at Tennessee. Uh-huh. I mean, that's pretty. And then with the naval fleet, I mean, that's also you know part of the thing. Um, Florida has one where only Gators get out alive. Mm. You know, there's a real pride if you're a Florida. What y'all do down there in Starville, Brett? Oh, we got cowbells. We also do Don't Stop Believing in the fourth quarter with the lights out. Okay, but yeah. it's, it's it's cowbells first quarter it's cowbells. in terms of just yeah, like let, when you're leveling up, getting yeah. everything hyped. I mean, they have Bully who he comes out in like a there's a doghouse. It's mm-hmm. a mobile doghouse, and Bully comes out in this mobile doghouse. Well, I don't think that's going to intimidate Seth Hennigan at all, bro. Right? Yeah, I think scary. we're going to go down there. We're going to be just. Oh, you said it's scary. Uh, they huh? got they've got smoke coming out of it. It's pretty cool. I think the Tigers going to be just fine. No, no, no. What's the line on that game? Anybody know? 16. Yeah. Oh, man, that's going to be a lot closer than that. Need your boy Seth to keep us in it, John. I don't think so, Brad, but maybe. I don't think so, but. I'll be there. But maybe. Um, Mississippi State did not make the list, nor did Memphis. So there you have it. Oh. Um, no Memphis. Yeah. What does Memphis do? They got that big-ass tiger head? They got the tiger head, man. That's what they do. But I saw a same list from them, those folks, from those same people. I saw one where it said uh, best uh, first week one atmospheres and Memphis at Mississippi State was like number nine yeah. on that list well, in terms this year of week it's gonna one. It's going to be big. It's going to yeah. be a good atmosphere. So that, that, they, they're weird. They rank everything. Yeah. Right. They, they certainly will. Arcs. Right. Uh, we're going to come back. Trista Crick's going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to her about Deshaun Watson, get her thoughts on uh, some baseball moves and more. Stick around. Jason and John, how do you turn? T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. FM ESPN. Trista Crick is in the building. It's Tuesday with Trista. Catch her on BetMGM tonight. Catch her on the fan. Talking New York Yankees baseball. She's on the show right now. Trista, what's good? What is up, guys? I'm just trying to figure out where to start. I mean, I feel like there is like a, a an element of like Yankee slant, right? To the to the you know the the activity today in baseball, right? I mean they're yep. they're always yep. I mean they're, they're they're you know they're the first team to seventy in in Major League Baseball. So now when Soto's going in now, like I don't think the Padres are getting to the World Series. What do you think? You know that I think that that means bad things for the Dodgers. I mean you're talking about a lineup with Manny Machado, Tatis, Josh Bell, Juan Soto. That is disgusting. That's like one of the most disgusting lineups. And then you've got Josh Hader, who at one point was um, a Cy Young candidate and leading in that regard from a betting perspective, seen as one of the better closers in the league. So you pick him up as well just as a low-key little move that you make. So I think the Padres are going all in. They, they must feel like they can sign one sort of to a huge deal as well. Not, uh, in terms of the American League, it's going to be really interesting as the Astros consistently get better as well. Getting uh, Trey Mancini from the Orioles is a steal. It's going to be tough. The Yankees could end up being one of the best teams in Yankee history and still not make it to the World Series. Mm. Let me ask you this, because you can solve it for my partner. And I. He asked us the question earlier, is it just a foregone conclusion now that Aaron Judge will not be back with the Yankees? What do you think, Tristan, in terms of their chances of re-signing him Saw that weird deal during the All-Star break where he was asked, you know, straight on, what would you tell this little kid Yankees fan? He says, well, tell him there are other Yankees to cheer for. Is he going to be back with the Yanks? What do you think? It, so I saw that, and I was just like, wow, mm, that's yeah. rough. That is really rough. You know, I watched the house that Steinbrenner built uh, two nights ago, Sunday night, and it was really just kind of a re-deep dive into how. And – when Hal talks about himself, he says, you know, the thing that I love is budgets. I love budgets. I'm, I'm cautious. I'm thorough. I do well with rules. I do well with discipline. Um, so to me, and loves checklists. This is a guy who is not, I'm going to do whatever it takes to keep Aaron Judge. This is a guy that thinks about the Yankees in terms of dollars and cents, in terms of, you know, assets and liabilities, in money in, money out. And I think that's a mistake. I, you see what's happening with Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo's in a full-fledged meltdown. I, I, don't, I think there's something up. We've seen that now with some of these quotes that have come out in the last few days where Joey Gallo didn't even go outside the last few months as a Yankee because he was so scarred from the Yankee fan base booing him at all times they asked him like is it that way when you're not on the field when you're just out on the street and he's like i'm not out on the street i don't leave my apartment i'm in manhattan and i don't leave because he's so afraid 
of how the fan base is going to treat him. That shows you that the New York fan base is vicious. They can be toxic. They have very high expectations. If you don't perform under the brightest of lights and expectations, you're just going to be turned on. So all that means to me is you should appreciate Aaron Judge even more. He's in one of the most stressful times, one of the most high-pressure moments. You're talking about walk year. I'm going to bet on myself. I'm not going to take this extension. I'm going to bet on me. And along the way, if the Yankees felt like he wasn't performing even to the level that they expected when they offered that deal, he might have to take a pay cut from that number. Mm -hmm. And what does he do? Just goes out and rakes, puts up ungodly numbers. Past the 13 first games of the season, he's been unreal. He's been Barry Bonds-esque. It's just been absolutely insane. So for Yankee fans and for Hal Steinbrenner to feel like he shouldn't be priority number one, no matter how old he is, I think that's that's really dumb, especially considering that I think he's the face of the entire sport and the reason that young fans get interested in the game is him. Even if they don't like the Yankees, they love him. It's just kind of funny, and Spot I, on. I know yeah. the I know that like the the the, the markets and the teams are different, but like you see like Judge and this you know this deadlock with with the Yankees and and Austin Riley just like willy nilly gets two hundred twelve million dollars right from the Atlanta Braves, which by the way Austin Riley a Memphis product. How about that? I like that. I love I love the 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 nods to all of the Memphis roots that I'm not aware of. Because how could I be? I mean, there there's the so many, though. Here. But you wouldn't even there's, believe there's how so many. many. You, you just can't believe how there's always a Memphis connection to, like, pretty much everything in the world history. There's always a, a – it, it'll trace back to Memphis, I promise you. I think that him getting this money willy-nilly from the Braves and Freddie Freeman not getting that money from the Braves, even though he yeah. would have stayed, apparently, for that contract, it's, it's interesting because – you know, these different owners have different mindsets in terms of how they see their talent and individual talent within their own roster. I just don't think that there's anyone even close. In terms of, in terms of if you want to build a team around someone and they've got another seven years probably of, of good baseball in the Middle East, and we're not talking about age, but we're just talking about who you're building your team around from a marketing standpoint, a Revenue, jersey sales, concessions, butts in the seat, everything, and performing on the field. There is no one even on Aaron Judge's level, not even Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani is an international superstar in Asia, just an absolute monster. He is not resonating the way that Aaron Judge is resonating. Juan Soto, I don't know what Juan Soto is going to do in New York City, I'm glad he goes to San Diego where he can languish under no pressure. Like That's fine. No problem. But uh, to be in New York and to be this good and to be this marketable, I don't think that there's even anyone close. It it doesn't make sense to me. Let me ask you this, Uh, and, and I realize it's getting into a little bit of a Pandora's box, but you can school us. Does it matter, should it matter, that the Deshaun Watson decision, Trista, was handed down by a woman judge. Does it matter to you as a woman? No, not really. I, I guess I didn't expect anything crazy because you look at the schedule and the first divisional game is week seven. And you're like, okay, well, that's probably when the suspension is going to end. 
And so I'm a little bit of a cynic. And I think I've gotten to the point where nothing makes me... I, I think the most things that outrage me are, are little things like this Aaron Judge situation. But this, I guess, humanity, legality with the NFL, you kind of just get used to it, I guess. This is not surprising to me to the point where I feel kind of numb to it. Yeah, we're talking to so whoever. Interesting. Yeah, whoever ended up put passing that down, it didn't really matter. Yeah, no, and, and I think and like like we talked about earlier, like <clears throat> I think it's just a really a reflection of of the of the incompetence and and the way that the NFL has handled these situations in the past. It's a direct reflection of those things, I think, more so than this instance. Uh, but but you know, here we are. I want to get your thoughts? We were talking about this earlier. Keenan Thompson said uh, probably Saturday Night Live could could see it going off the air in three years. Uh, could see that run ending in three years. Um, you seem like somebody that like I might have this totally wrong. I might have this peg completely like it be a, could be a complete misread. But you seem like somebody that like would want to be on SNL. Like you kind of strike me as like an SNL person. I mean, yes. I don't know. I took some improv classes in L.A. Groundlings. It is that stuff is terrifying. It's one of those things where it stretches your imagination and, and your discomfort. Where it's like, hey, you're inside of a uh, an alien spaceship. You've been abducted, um, but you're also a, a six year old. Go right. And you're like, uh, right. I don't even know where to start with this. Uh, which really got me to a point of creativity in a different way. I would love, I would love SNL to stick around to see if I could be a part of that culture as a, as a fill in guest, you know, one of the people, but you'd have to get to such a, a superstar level to be even someone that they would want to have on as a guest spot. Right. So if I can be on SNL as a guest, then things would be going uh, in, I would be on, you know, the the ultimate stardom level, I guess. But yeah, I think it's always been something that you think about because it's it's culture. I wanted to do the news update. That was my thing. I think I can do that really well. That would be what I would want to do. But Just do you, kind of go through the news, point out what's ridiculous, and move on. Do you do you think that like you know, it's just like anything else? Like, do you think that it, like the the show? Like, cause I'm I'm 31. I I it's never been a regular stop for me. Like, I've never watched it every Saturday night. Like, it's never. Been, I, I but I realized for people maybe who are older than me that that they did. Do you think that's a direct reflection of the 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 maybe the drop off in some of the talent and the caliber of actors that have come through? Is it is it a product of the way that we watch things now? Is it both? Like, what do you think goes into that? Oh yeah, so interesting. I think it's a bunch of things. Number one, Lauren Michaels is a control freak. And so as he gets older, I think he gets more out of touch. And the innovation from the stars is there. Younger talent comes in. They want to do different types of skits. And I think he shuts those things down and only has them operate in a certain lane, which is a little bit more old school and doesn't resonate with this audience. Number two, I think, yeah, TV and linear is not nearly the the way of – of how we consume content anymore. They're not, they're not a socially friendly show. And I think that the setup in terms of how it's structured, where you do this many skits and then you do a musical act in the middle and then you do these many skits again, it's just, it's just outdated. I think that comedy will always be something we're always looking for and, and connecting comedy to pop culture and things that are current 
is really important. But I think that the framework of the show needs to change in order to to get younger people, even ones in their early 30s, to feel interested in making it the stop. With you completely on Saturday Night Live and where it is right now, what, what I'm just I'm curious, Trista, what is your go-to show? Whether it's reality television or, or something else, if it's not going to be sports for Trista Crick, and we realize it's it's going to be sports on a lot of nights, what's it going to be in terms of go-to show for for Trista Crick? Oh, I I like um, man. It depends. So I'll go to I I really like that show Billions. I like the Showtime stuff, the drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to watch House of Cards a lot. Just stuff that kind of takes me out of the sports realm or anything that sports adjacent is pretty cool. I just got done watching uh, First Ladies, which is sort of like a historical fiction yep. on four First Ladies over time. I forget what that was on. That was really good. I'll watch Gaslit. I'll watch movies. I love Marvel. I am like a huge Marvel nerd, and that happened pretty recently, so I've been really doing all the Marvel shows. All the Marvel movies haven't seen Thor, Love and Thunder, so don't give me any spoilers. That's going to happen this weekend. But that kind of stuff is kind of what I'm into. Did you think Viola overdid the lip thing playing Michelle Obama? Oh, my God, yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Thought, me too. It me was too. so It was distracting. distracting. I'm with you. We're on the same page. I'm so glad someone else said that. I was like, Viola, you're better than this. You don't have to do. You could just be Viola, and you'd be Michelle just fine. It's fine. And the girl who played young Michelle killed it because she didn't try to do that weird lip thing. That's right. That's right. I, I, I can't it believe totally it. took away from the. We are we are going in on Viola today. I mean, that's what we're doing. She's fantastic and I everything mean, else. She just she overdid it. She overdid it. Yeah. She overdid it with like a lip yeah, a, a quiver. Did. Is like you her lip look quiver. At it. She is so bad. I don't know why she thought that that was how she was going to get into this method acting. It was really something that you're watching, and that's all you can think about. Exactly. Hey, speaking of which, do you think, because we, we were talking about the trailer last week, which was like an epic trailer. It was like one of the best trailers I can remember. The, the, Wakanda the, Forever. The, the trailer for Wakanda Forever, right? It looks amazing. It looks incredible. It is obviously very heavy emotionally. Are you in the camp as a new Marvel nerd that they should have recasted uh, King T'Challa? No, I think I think Chadwick has got to be it. I think too many fans would see him as as that, and I think it just makes it more sad for me. Right. Yeah. There's 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 you know there's back and forth on that obviously, but uh, I saw it and I was like you know I you just you can just like see it on you know for example, um, who's my who's my lovely what what's her name? She's amazing. She's the she's like the queen. Lapita. No. The, oh yeah. Um, she's Angela, Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Or, uh, yeah. yeah Bassett, Angela Bassett. Bassett. Like she, you just know, like she's gonna kill it in this movie. Like she's gonna be amazing. You know. God, they do such a good job. I love Marvel because they are insanely good at putting these these characters in a place of. We've got so much representation, and that's important not only from an acting perspective, but when, for example, Shang-Chi is one of my favorite Marvel movies. I think it's hands down some of the coolest martial arts that I've seen, and I'm not even a huge martial arts fan, but I nerded out on that. I watched the documentary about how they made it afterwards, and the fact that they, they found the directors that were a part of the culture, producers part of the culture, choreographers as well, we don't have you know, just Asian or, or, you know, 
Muslim actors, but they do it from top to bottom to make sure that everything's completely consistent and authentic and real. And uh, that's something I feel like the rest of Hollywood needs to get on board with. It's, it's just the storylines are insane, and the way that they do the the costumes and the props is just awesome. Yeah. Trista, appreciate your time every week. I'm going to go school visit. John on First Lady, Trista. Thank you. Oh, my God. I cannot. I literally got so excited when you said that because I thought no one else noticed. Oh, no. I'm right there with you. I couldn't even watch the scenes that she was in, unfortunately, because she was so overdone, so overcooked. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer killed that. She was fantastic. She's going to win. She's going to win an award. If you haven't seen that, John, you need to go ahead and just just see it. What is it? First Ladies? Yep. Yes. And it's like a reality show about, like, no, not reality show. But what it's it, scripted. Oh, okay. But what, it's, just it's, about, is it, it's about their lives? First ladies, first, first ladies through time. Yeah, so it's Vi- Viola Davis played Michelle Obama. You had um, is Melania uh, Michelle in there? Pfeiffer. What did you say? Melania? Somebody going to play somebody playing Melania? No, Melania. See, that's no, the Melania. one I want to I see that one. I want to, like, that would be fun. That would be the SNL version. Yeah, you're right. Unfortunately, the, the news is already out there that it will not be renewed, Trista. So, unfortunately, I think, yeah, I think the Viola, the, lip, the performance, the field, even even with new characters, the news is out that it won't be renewed. Because you didn't do Melania. Wow. You didn't do Melania. Yeah. You got to have Melania in there, man. They would have gotten renewed for a second season if they would have Melania. I'm just telling you, it's the truth. You know, we can learn. Picking up lessons along the way. Watch it, John. Text me. All right. By the way, you guys. Congratulations to John on winning some bets over the weekend, guys. Make sure you get his mentions and let him know that he is him. Trista, I'll include you in this. uh, Some breaking news in the studio here. So Hosmer doesn't have to go to the Nationals, but it looks like the Red Sox are going to get Eric Hosmer in this deal as the the byproduct of this trade so they can make the deal happen. So Hosmer. And I saw that Joey Gallo is going to the Dodgers. Dodgers. I just saw that break here now on Twitter. Oh my God! Yeah, you got we we got to restart his life. We got to we got to discuss the you know the, the uh, disclosing of any kind of bet information on air though. You know what I'm saying? Like we got to we got to clear that one before. You know I can't be having all my business out there mm. on Front Street, Trista. She bust him out. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, how about the fact that you get mad when I shout out Sacramento? Can we talk about that on the show or no? <laughs> because I I kind of I mean we it's fair game. Right, so Trista goes. Trista goes on in Sacramento every week. Whoa! Yeah, she goes on in Sacramento every week, but she tweets out that she's going on in Sacramento before she goes on every week, and she don't do that with us. She's so getting, she's getting, she's getting, maybe, maybe we got to up our game. You know. Here's the thing that you guys need end. to do. We need to figure out a way, even if it's just for us, to do the video element so that I can cut it and put it on social and show how phenomenally funny you guys are see. and we can promote the show that way oh we got that we got that listenership up we see it in the stream here every time you come on trista yeah is that true is that a lie mm-hmm. no it's not a lie yeah so there i oh. think i think there you know but it's funny though because they're they're also odyssey right mm-hmm. the, the yes. show you go on yes. is also odd but they have you know they have for whatever reason the video component we do not have the video. Oh, come on. Oh, we've got it on 790 The Bet because we got the national shows over there on our uh, on 790. So. They, do a, they do a YouTube live yeah. in addition to the radio, and it just goes up, and they've got, like, a little chat going on. Wow. And it's just really good. It would be a nice feature for your listeners in Memphis. I think they would really appreciate Trista, that. Just start working it, on it. It's, uh, research is showing that our listenership will go down and our views will go up, and our bonuses are will go down. So we, we've, we're trying to figure oh, that out. Oh, I get it. 
Ah, uh, yeah. That, that's yeah. fair. I mean, if we could, the same. yeah, that's a, that. If there was a way to, you know, technology to combine them, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll add a video department. Go ahead and but I'm with you, for us, Krista. You know, one thing as an aside, uh, Gene Bus and I had a DM conversation today. If you want to know how much the PS5 is, it's five forty, five hundred and forty dollars, and it's yours. So if you guys saw Jeannie Bus oh. tweeting about, <laughs> oh, she's about got one. She got hacked, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Be careful, man. <laughs> be careful. They'll get your ass. All right? They'll get your ass. Be, yeah. you, you might be next. You might be next. Hey, appreciate it, Trista. <laughs> Thank get you, out Trista. of here. Get out Trista. of here. Thank you, guys. Thank you. She is Trista Crick. Uh, joins us every single Tuesday here on the show. Uh, we'll come back, wrap this thing up here on a Tuesday. Jason and John, 90 Turn of Him, ESPN. In a world of sports, this summer in Memphis. 92.9 FM ESPN brings you the biggest blockbuster shows of the year. Shows of the year. Here we go. In three, two, one. Including from the people who brought you Top Gun Maverick comes Top Gun Memphis. Featuring only the biggest and brightest stars in the city. KJM and Jeff Coggins mornings. Good morning, aviator. Jason and John Middays. Giannato and Jeffrey and Gary Parish afternoons. Having any fun yet? Coming at you at Mach 10 on 92.9 FM, 680 AM on the free Odyssey app or on your smart speakers by saying play 92.9 ESPN. You know, there are plenty of companies in Memphis hiring... Uh, but where do you go that you're going to make the most money? Where are you going to fit the best? We've got the solution for anyone out there looking for work or even look for a job change or a new career. It's called Millennium Search. Yep, they hire for the very best companies that Memphis and the Mid-South have to offer. We can't say the names, but we can figure it out together. Shoes and apparel, shipping, medical, tools, healthcare, the best of the best in Memphis. And your better paying job with those best companies all starts at one place, Millennium Search. The incredible team they got over there is going to get to know you, and they'll get you in the spots best for you. Just got to get to the web address, and it's... And it's and it's jobswiththebest.com. Hey, jobswiththebest.com. If you or someone you know needs to start earning more immediately, they got you. Immediate openings in Bahalia, Mississippi for general warehouse positions and forklift operator positions. Starting between $15 and $18 an hour. All you got to do is call this number today. Get right on. 662-985-6690. That's 662-985-6690. Go with the best today. And start earning more tomorrow. Yeah, the news of the day, of course, is that uh, Major League Baseball trade deadline. Uh, Five o'clock today. It is approaching. That's yep. exactly right. And we've probably seen the uh, you know the biggest fireworks, right? I mean, those are that was everybody was everybody's watching. Juan Soto. Yeah, Juan I think Juan. my man Contreras might still be there. I think he was number two on the list. But you're right, the yeah, biggest one was Juan Soto. I mean, how can he possibly not be moved? I don't understand that. Contreras? Yes. Oh, he will be at some point. Just it might not be today. No, today's the deadline. So he's going to be moved today for sure then, right? Yeah. He's number two on the list, I think, of guys that hadn't been this morning. And then Juan Soto was number one. You see what happened there? Yeah. So at some point, somebody's going to come get Contreras no, from the can, Cubbies. Yeah. For some reason, they put you guys on Sunday Night Baseball. I watched a little bit. Because uh, it's Cubs and our right. fans, much like we'll fill up Wrigley, will watch. Yeah, unfortunately. It's a bad matchup. Uh, I, I turned it off after the first inning. But but uh, you, you were robbed. Your, your homeboy, your leadoff homeboy was robbed of a homer. Well, we lost like four to nothing. Yeah, so. but I'm saying though, the, the, the first at bat of the game was who really, was it? Who is my leadoff? I have man no now? idea, so dude. Up. Suzuki seems to be like a it's pretty good Suzuki. young player that no, will, it's uh, not Suzuki, though. that looks like a good future Cub. Yeah, but it was a hell of a it was a hell of a play by the Giants outfielder. I will tell you that. 
I mean, that thing was like over the wall. So you've been tuned into the baseball. Lately. Yeah, I was proud like, of you. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I get accused of all kinds of things on this show. You know, I can't just tune in to see how my partner's Cubs are doing. Well, you need to start watching these Braves because I'm telling you right now, you're underestimating them. They've had the best record in baseball I mean, here they for have weeks, the, they have the and they're going to overtake the Mets. Do they have the pitching? They had enough pitching to win the World Series last year. They're going to be fine. Okay, but they also had Freddie Freeman. I mean, that's a fair, you know. We got Acuna, and we got Austin Riley. Yeah. And Ozzy. Yeah. Well, we got a nice that's young right. core. Switch hitter. Joey Gallo headed to the Dodgers for a prospect from the Yankees. That's he it. Restart his career. Yeah, he's been in a closet, basically. Yeah. Uh, well, there you have it. That says we get out of here. Some uh, some news there. The Dodgers potentially, maybe he's going to have like a Julio Jones type, you know, resurgence. I don't know. But he was with the Yankees, so it's hard to, like, if you can't get up for them, it'll be tough for the Dodgers. Well, we shall see. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Trista Creek for joining us on the show. Gina and Jeffrey up next on Miss It for Jason and John. We're going. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 